0: It's week 35 of a year of wisdom. Let's get to reading. Day 243. Job 41 and 42. Can you draw out Leviathan with a fish hook? Or can you tie down its mouth with a cord? can you put a rope in its nose or can you pierce its jawbone with a hook will you make numerous pleas for mercy to you or will it speak gentle words to you will it make a covenant with you will you take it a slave forever will you play with it as with birds and put it on a leash for your girls will guildsmen bargain over it will they divide it between tradesmen Can you fill its kin with harpoons or its head with fish spears? Lay your hands on it. Think about the battle. You will not do it again. Look, the hope of capturing it is false. Will one be hurled down even at its sight? Is it not fierce when somebody stirs it? Who then is he who would stand before it? Who has come to confront me that I should repay him? Under all the heavens, it belongs to me. I will not keep quiet concerning its limbs or concerning the extent of its might and the gracefulness of its frame. Who can strip off its outer covering? Who can penetrate its double harness? Who can open up the doors of its face? Its teeth all around are fearsome. Its back has scales of shields. It is shut up closely as with a seal. They are close to one another. Even the air cannot come between them. They are joined one to another. They cling together and cannot be separated. Its snorting flashes forth light, and its eyes are red like dawn. Torches go from its mouth, sparks of fire shoot out. Smoke comes from its nostrils as from a kettle boiling and burning bulrushes. Its breath kindles charcoal, and a flame comes from its mouth. Strength abides in its neck, and dismay dances before it. Its flesh's folds of skin cling together. It is cast on it. It will not be moved. Its heart is cast as stone. Yes, it is cast as the lower millstone. When it raises itself, the Mighty Ones are terrified. They retreat because of its thrashing. Reaching it with the sword does not avail, nor with the spear, the dart, or the javelin. It regards iron as straw, bronze as rotten wood. An arrow will not make it flee. Slingstones are turned to stubble for it. Clubs are regarded as stubble, and it laughs at the short sword's rattle. Its underparts are shards of a potsherd. It moves over mud like a threshing sledge. It makes the deep boil like a cooking pot. It makes the sea like a pot of ointment. Behind it, it leaves a glistening wake. One would think that the deep has gray hair. On the ground, it has no equal, a creature without fear. It observes all the lofty. It is king over all that are proud. Then Job answered Yahweh and said, I know that you can do all things, and any scheme from you will not be thwarted. Who is this darkening counsel without knowledge? Therefore I uttered, but I did not understand. Things too wonderful for me, but I did not know. Hear and I will speak, I will question you, then inform me. By the ears hearing, I heard of you, but now my eye has seen you. Therefore I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. And then after Yahweh spoke these words to Job, Yahweh said to Eliphaz the Temanite, My wrath has been kindled against you and against the two of your friends. For you have not spoken to me what is right as my servant Job has. So then take for yourselves seven bulls and seven rams, and go to my servant Job and offer a burnt offering for yourselves. And my servant Job will pray for you, for I will certainly accept his prayer so that it will not be done with you according to your folly, for you have not spoken to me what is right, as my servant Job has." So Eliphaz the Temanite, Bildad the Shuhite, and Zophar the Naamathite went and did just as Yahweh had told them, and Yahweh accepted Job's prayer. Then Yahweh returned Job's fortune when he prayed to him on behalf of his friends. Thus Yahweh increased all that Job had twice as much as before. So all his brothers and all his sisters and all those who had known him before came to him and they ate bread with him in his house and showed sympathy to him and comforted him for all the disaster that Yahweh had brought upon him. Then each one gave to him one piece of money and each one gave to him one ornamental ring of gold. So Yahweh blessed Job's latter days more than his beginning. Thus he had fourteen thousand sheep and goats, and six thousand camels, and a thousand pair of oxen, and a thousand female donkeys. And he had seven sons and three daughters, and he called the name of the first Yamima, and the name of the second Ketziah, and the name of the third Karen Hapu. And beautiful women were not found in all the land like Job's daughters, and their father gave to them an inheritance in the midst of their brothers. And Job lived after this one hundred and forty years, and he saw his sons and his grandsons for four generations. Then Job died old and full of days. Proverbs 31. The words of Lemuel the king, an oracle that his mother taught him. What my son and what my son in my womb And what son of my vows? Do not give your strength to the women and your ways to destroy kings. It is not for the kings, O Lemuel. Drinking wine is not for the kings, nor is strong drink for rulers, or else he will drink and forget what has been decreed, and he will pervert the rights of all the afflicted. Give strong drink to him who is perishing, and wine to those in bitter distress. He will drink and forget his poverty, and his misery he will not remember any more. Open your mouth for the mute, for the rights of all the needy. Open your mouth, judge righteousness, and defend the poor and needy. A woman of excellence, who will find? For her worth is far more than precious jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and gain he will not lack. She does him good, but not harm all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax, and she works with the diligence of her hands. She is like the ships of a merchant. From far off she brings her food, and she arises while it is still night and gives food to her household and tasks to her servant-girls. She considers a field and buys it. From the fruit of her hand she plants vineyard. She girds her waist in strength and makes her arms strong. She perceives that her merchandise is good. Her lamp does not go out in the night. Her hands she puts onto the distaff, and her palms hold the spindle. Her palm she opens to the poor, and her hand she reaches out to the needy. She does not fear for her house when it snows, for her entire household is clothed in crimson. She makes for herself coverings. Her clothing is fine linen and purple her husband is known at the gates in his seat among the elders of the land linen garments she makes and sells and she supplies sashes for the merchants strength and dignity are her clothing and she laughs at the future she opens her mouth with wisdom and instruction of kindness is upon her tongue she looks after the ways of her household and the bread of idleness she will not eat Her children rise and consider her happy. Her husband also and he praises her. Many daughters have done excellence, but you surpass all of them. Charm is deceit and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears Yahweh shall be praised. Give to her from the fruit of her hand and may they praise her works in the city gates. And as always, thank you so much for being here today. If you haven't already get that subscribe and my button right there and i out will see of you the storm and a new translation standing at the crossroads Maranatha. i'm lost without a clue i need a big pink neon sign to show me what to do It glorifies you when you're the only answer. I praise you, Lord, for holding what's too much for me. And I'm amazed by you, Lord, because nothing's too big and nothing's too small to lay at your feet.